And welcome to UB Known. I am Rip Stone, and as always, the week after a chapter, I have the beautiful, the sensationable, the greatness that is wifey. You're getting better at those. I do. I do like the the intro, but it's sensational. Sensational. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I need is the. Uh, the crowd noise, like cheering. You do. I need, yeah, that. I need that. I wonder if I can plant that a in drop. there. A drop. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> a drop. How are you tonight, wife? Oh, you know. I'm sore. <laughs> I am too, and I would like to share why we are sore. Um, it is because for the last ten days, for sure, we have been right. Ten days. I've been solid two weeks. Okay. Starting as of today, blah, blah, blah. two weeks. Okay, we have been um, doing yoga every night. Yeah, and a lot of it you started for your back. I started. I I, I hurt my Along, back. Coupled with the chiropractor, we decided to to do that. But and I feel like <clears throat> it's important to share this because we always talk about different methods that help people with different things. So what we're doing right now is a thirty day yoga challenge. Um, actually, we really love the girl that does it. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's great. Um, she is on YouTube. Are we going to promote her? I, I don't know if that's promote. Like, really? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know if we can. I don't know. Anyway. Go ahead. It's on... Now you got me all weirded out about it. Like, can I not? I've said things before, though. Well, I mean, I was, I was at a bar last week, and I said it where the well, bar was. Well, then I'm going to so. say it's Kriska Yoga. It's very yeah. good. She's very good. Um, but it's really cool because it does, like, three different phases during the 30 days. It's um, body, mind. or mind, mind, body, spirit. So, it's been really neat, and I'll give you the opportunity to talk about it, too, because I think you should. Um, but it's been really neat because it, it does things like, like, tonight was self-discipline. And inner peace was yesterday. Things like that. It's really cool, and... It does tend to make you, for me, I feel less stressed. I have anxiety, as I've talked about, and I feel a little calmer, a little bit more collected. I have a very hard time shutting my mind off, and that's helped out with it. And what would you say the benefits are for you, dear? So I'm an angry human being. <laughs> I'm, I'm just angry. And, and since I started this, I haven't been so angry. I've been more accepting. And that's... I say that facetiously, but I'm being for real. I am flat out being yeah. for real. I've, I've actually, I'm not as angry. I, I don't blow up. I have a tendency to blow up. That's that's my that's my thing. I, I kind of explode. I think it's because, yeah, you build a lot of things up. And yeah. What yeah. do you mean I build a lot of things up? Do you want me to go into that? No, 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 no. Okay. Hell no. I'm just saying. Hell you don't no. always deal with <laughs> things at the moment. For another story. Just saying. <laughs> Anyway, but yes, I have seen the difference as well. So anybody, you know, in me, like I said, I have anxiety to a, a point where I will stress myself out for the most ridiculous of things. Um, and it almost to a panic attack level at some points. And this has really helped me just calm it down. My mind is my enemy sometimes because it just won't shut up. So I've noticed, you know, when laying down to go to sleep, it's not just rolling, 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 you know. Right, right. And it kind of, you know. There's not a million things running through your head. There still is, but they're much less. Let's just put it that way. I just feel overall 
better. So I would recommend anybody, you know, check it out. See if it's for you. If it's not, no biggie. We, you know, there's things you can't do balance-wise. You've got to lead into that, but it you do. I've already found I have a better sense of balance doing it. So anyway, just kind of just kind of a thought there. You know, yes, you asked how I was doing, and then you you brought that up, brought that in with the being sore. So well, that's I'm, on you. I'm so. <laughs> that's fair. So what'd you think of uh, Daryl's story? I it was it was. Good. It was a sad listen sometimes yeah. for me. It's pretty hard. Um, it hit home really well. With, it really hit home with me and you. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was. It was. It was good. And there was a, several things which I take notes. I try to do that when I when I'm listening to them and I hear something that you know I might want to bring up or whatever. Um, I do want to say that I know it seemed like it was distracting to you guys some of the. The background noise and the noises, things like that. Yeah, I wanted to. It wasn't so bad on the listen. Um, I wanted to punch those people. Yoga. Yoga. Was it yoga? Um, no. They were doing like um, uh, CrossFit. Well, it was intense. And I hope they got their heart rate up and got the workout they deserved from that. However, the plane and that was about the only thing. Other than that, I mean, I could still have re- hear everything well and I thought it was really good. So. I thought it was really good too. Uh, I really appreciate him opening up like that too. That is a uh, he really did. That's that's a hard thing to do. Well, he has been through some dramatic stuff. What's crazy is uh, I got to thinking about his story too, where he said uh, he's been to more funerals than weddings. I have too. I'm 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 37, and I've been to more funerals than weddings. So I've had I've lost a lot of friends and a lot of family members. Mm-hmm. Grandparents in the same year. Yeah. Mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, best friend in 01. Real good friend in 03. Real good friend in 04. I mean. Yeah, together. Yeah. We've we've lost some, some close friends as well. And none of that's ever. Hell, we lost a groomsman. Easy. I had yes. a groomsman pass away. One of yeah. my groomsmen passed away. Who, side note. I actually knew as a child. Yeah, you went to the school um, went with to him. Went to school with him, and we were friends then, and reconnected. You know, all of us together, and became friends. And that was very that one that was sad. That was very sad. Death is always hard, and one of the things about his story is he, he had so much of it. It seemed like in a short shortish period of time, just maybe through through the growing up years is where he's, it seemed. He's still a young guy, and and it seemed like. One of the big, you know, his grandmother who was murdered. Like, that is yeah. a... Yeah, oh my gosh. That was so sad to hear. And on top of that, it's so difficult, you know. You kind of know, for the most part, you know, your grandparents get older, your parents get... Like, you, you do know that that's going to happen. Yeah, that's a thing. When it's of natural causes, when it's things like that... You can't beat time. But for, for it not to be a natural cause, that this elderly woman was... Murdered. I understand that. That bothered me listening to it, and I could very much. That's such a shock. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so, and then on top of that, it's a whole another you know level of angry because there's somebody that did that. You know. Yeah. Uh, just so many things with it. Um. So that one, that one, I wrote down because that one, that was like, yeah. oh, you know, that, that, was rough. that got me. Um. One thing I can say is he seems to have learned so many good things. Um, from his whole life experiences and stuff. Yeah. He's such a good outlook. Um, he obviously has a great respect for women. I love the way he talks about his mom. Uh, I hope my son talks about me <laughs> one day that way as well. 
Um, she sounds like an amazing lady. I'd hug her if I met her. I mean, oh, she yeah. just sounds amazing. Strong, and, and I, I enjoyed hearing him. Kind of, not enjoyed, I say that, but like the parts that I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I really like hearing this part of the story was how hard she tried and how she, you know what I mean? And she was honest with him and yeah. and he knew when times were tough and stuff like that, which is always a little, you know, like when she refused, don't, no, I'm not going to take that money from you, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It is a parent cried thing. Oh, yeah. And I witnessed my own parents do the same, you know, and I'm sure our, our kids have witnessed, witnessed us do the same because everybody has a hard time sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so I, at that I got to, I was like, oh, you know, cause I know mm. what that, I know what that feels like, you know, um, you feel, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to cover all my stuff real quick. You talk to. Oh so. no. And uh, yeah, that kind of, that, that was, that was pretty rough. You know, one of the, my favorite things is how much he cared for his brothers. Yeah. And he looked out for them too. That's, that's super neat. And that's a relationship. You ever wrote down? I did. I did <laughs> write that down too. Uh, that's a bond in a relationship that they'll have, you know, for for a very, very long time. Yeah, because you know? um, when he spoke about <clears throat> about his dad and the things he did and stuff like that, he mentioned, you know, well, he was so sad for his brothers, how they made him yeah. feel, how his brothers feel. And I even said that in my story, too. I understand. I did the same with my sister. It's hard to explain that kind of, it's a protective feeling, it's a... Ang- you're angry at the parent that's upsetting them. You know what I mean? It's just a it's a helpless feeling because you're like, man, what can I do? Nessie, calm down. <laughs> what can I, you know, what can I do to make them feel better? You don't even think about yourself and your own pain. No. And I think that's why I couldn't answer that question, you know, like when you're having to have that make you feel. What talk about yeah. is, well, my brother, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because you don't really think about your own. You're just like, man, I feel bad. How can I make this better for them? And sometimes in actuality, I mean, it does create that bond, but it also is a coping mechanism for yourself as well. Oh, yeah. At that point, because you fuss yourself with. I like, too, I asked him, do you know who Daryl is? Mm -hmm. And he straight knew. He knew exactly who he was. And I did that on purpose. I wanted to know. Yeah. You know, because sometimes people, mothers have a problem with this sometimes, that they care for their husband and children Mm -hmm. and the people around them so much, they don't even know who the hell they are. Yeah, and yeah, that is a thing that happens. And he does the same, but... He does. He knows who he is, and he knows who he's going to be, too, Mm -hmm. and he's only going to get better as a man. Well, and it sounded to me like, yes, where his dad maybe wasn't the father male figure that... He needed to be, it seemed like, at any point, really, yeah. for him. Um, but it sounded like his grandpa made an impact. And, oh, and yeah. sometimes it's just, like, I told you before, I have... Wasn't even his real grandpa, but I it know. didn't matter. Hey, hey mine wasn't either. Yeah, that ju- that's, that's true. into the loop with all that. But he was, you yeah. know. But he was. He was. And and it's just about the the affection and the care and the time. And that made an, an impact on him. Mm-hmm. And he'll probably look at that when he can, becomes a father and things like that and pull things, you know, that were so much fun for him. That's what you remember, you yeah. know? And that's the kind of dad you want to be or whatever, you know, like yeah. it, it goes into that. So that was that was good. I liked hearing him speak oh, about his yeah. grandpa. Yeah, that was neat. That was super neat. Um, Let's see. What was one of the other things? Oh, back on, the, on his dad thing too, I noted that. Sometimes I think, and I was thinking about this, sometimes... Either way sucks if you if you never know your father at all. Yeah. Or 
if it's this scenario where he bounces back in and out. But I almost feel like it's so tough when they do bounce back and forth in. It's almost it's like, almost worse. Yeah, because like if they're gone, you you can know that you can you know there's no surprises in them popping it. You you just kind of create your life and your world without them in it. Of course, there's anger. There's all sorts of things you know yeah. that come from that. But it's a consistent thing. You know what I mean? They're right. not consistently there. But if they aren't, and then they just kind of pop up, I can't imagine what kind of you know. It's almost like you go in a loop. Then I would imagine it would be like a. Well, now they're going again. Well, that pisses me off. Well, this, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and the, oh, well, there they are again. And I can imagine a lot. I, I don't I don't know. Maybe you know, more resentment that way, you know. You know, doing the interview, too, I, I thought that a lot, majority of it was going to be about his dad. But you could tell about halfway through when he was talking about his dad that he was kind of like, you know, I'm over this. Yeah. I'm over talking about this, <clears throat> and I, I got the feeling. And, and I'll ask him. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, I've only talked to him a couple times, you know, since then. But uh, I'm gonna ask him. Were you just done talking about yeah. it? Because, because well, he might be done talking. Because there's so much more stuff he yeah. wanted to express. Because it was almost like you know what he did his thing. He's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing yeah. with or without his ass. And so you know what? Let's talk about something better. Let's talk about something. It, but again, that goes back to when people sit down to actually tell their story. They don't always say yeah. what they thought they were going to say. Because once he stopped talking about it, he straight got into the respect he had for his mom mm. and stuff. And it was so sweet to hear. It really was. It really, yeah, really it was. was. Just, it, it was beautiful. Really beautiful the way he talked about it. And I, I think one of the best things I liked about hearing him talk about his mom was that she was so honest with him. And... You know, he mentioned, well, you know, some now it's kind of a thing to kind of, you know, sugarcoat things for your for your kids, oversensitize. Yeah. You oversensitize them, I think. And <clears throat> and it's a debate out there, I'm sure. And, you know, to each their own on their parenting style, whatever creates a good human being going into the world, whatever. I happen to agree with him that when you, it, it creates a level of maturity when your parents are open like that to you and let you know what's going on. It also creates a bigger level of respect for your parents too because they're respecting you as a not just oh well they're a kid they can't handle it. Mm-hmm. When they like like you said when you when they get to a level where they can comprehend, you know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> but then it's kind of like it's that it's like okay, that's that relationship they trust you to tell you these things this is what's going on and almost like a care of okay, they care about about it not acting like I don't know what the heck is going on. I know something's happening or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's nice it's nice for that. And I, I don't think, know, see cuz I was sugarcoated very, very much when I was a child. I agree and don't to an extent. You were for real big things. Um, and I I think that was a nothing against your parents love you know, love them. Yeah. Dearly. They're the best. Um but especially your mom, she was very <laughs> protective kind of of you of, of, of your feelings and all that kind of or whatever. I you got know? feelings, okay. <laughs> she was. So I I think, though, that was not a positive thing that they did for you there. Um, I think it was a underestimation of what you could handle. Maybe. And, Maybe. And, again, each of them with that, you know. Yeah. And you know your kids, and sometimes sometimes you know what kid can and cannot handle that. You know, I get that. Like but our I, daughter can handle damn near anything. Oh, yeah. But 
the sun? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it, his heart is so tender. And, and you know what? He's a lot like you. So I guess I understand a little Maybe. more, you know. Um, but nonetheless, I think to tell them these, it, I, I think it makes them, it gives them a better, a more realistic idea of life. And that's there my opinion on it. Oh, it's, you know, if you had every single thing, never know that you're having any problems with this and that, their expectation into the world is going to be like, well, my parents never had anything, but why is this happening? Yeah. Why yeah, are yeah. these things happening to me? Well, you see, you know, you see that too, because you see, you see kids Daryl's age mm-hmm. act just stupid. Well, just, it, it's almost like they, I feel bad for them. They don't yeah. know how to deal. Like, you can sugarcoat things, but you've got to teach them how to deal with real life things. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like it's, we were talking about yesterday about not, being fired from a job or something. It's like, what would you do if you got fired from a job? Well, okay, thank you for the opportunity. I'm going to uh, go find something else. Right. You know? Some where they've been maybe a little over, you know, coddled, I guess you would say. Yeah, because you were saying they, they, they lose their mind well, it's when like, they're what, fired. What you, and then it's someone else's fault. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those kind of, because the, they don't know how to process that. You've got to teach them those things, you know? Right. You've got to teach them that, man, it's not always great. You don't always win the talent competition. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, is that the participation trophy thing, I guess? I, I agree with him on that a little. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. Like, okay, cool. Everybody can get a participation trophy. But at the same time, there has to be a level of you worked really hard and you accomplished this. We can't take that away. Yeah. It, because you have to be proud of it. And you have to learn to go, when you do lose, go, but next time, I'm going to work harder. And if you never win it, it's okay because you know what? I did well, you good don't, and I enjoyed it. You, you know? learn more from losing than you do winning. Exactly. Exactly. So, and when then when you do, how sweet is that? You yeah. know? Because you work so hard for it. Life is no different. If you're in a job, if you want a promotion, you got to work for it. And then if you don't get it, well, I need to work harder. And if you do get it, you're like, woo, celebration of that. Yeah. I worked and I, I worked. And then you're so much, you have so much more pride. You're in, damn right. in, in your job or in anything you're doing. You don't have to be work anything that you're doing. Well, I've seen Daryl work. He has very much pride in what he does, what he where he works and stuff. Uh, he's a hell of a worker. So I mean, he's just a good man. Right. So, so what else you got? Uh, that's what I was looking at my notes here. Notes, notes, notes. I I think kind of that. Really, that's it. You want to talk mean, about? His grandma. That... Yeah, I did. Um, I did make some notes on that, and I understand completely where he's coming from. Hang on. Where he's coming from. Hang on. Where he said that you know, <clears throat> um, that it was almost worse with his grandmother having cancer and watching her suffer like that, and and you know lose the weight and do all that. I understand that completely. You yeah. do too. We both on that level. Um, it is rough. Yeah, it is. Hang on. No, no, no. We're going to do this right now. Because this is our daughter, Rockstar. Come on in, Rockstar. Oh, wow. It's like I'm holding a cobra right now. Then leave us. Then so, open the pickle jar in a minute. Shut the door. We are live on the podcast. Oh, backed out. Backed out. Did... After. After. Man, are you serious? <laughs> I apologize, folks. I do. The pickle Got- jar needed to be opened. 
it, it, at that moment, that too. That moment. I'm going to have to just keep knocking at the door until they open this. You got to love children, though, man. You gotta love and then children. she didn't want to say nothing. No, it's like holding a cobra. <laughs> Sorry about that, Ever. That was like a no. weird... Anyway, so no, back hey. to what we were saying. Well, this is the way the podcast is, right? I know, I know. We, it's real life, you know? I know. Back to what we were saying, though. No, we've been through... And so that's where it resonated cancer. with me, and I understand. And I understand where it was coming from with that. That was really... That was tough. And so that was... There was so much love when he spoke about her. Yeah. And that was nice to hear how much he loved her and how much she meant to him and how much she taught him. Yeah. And that and was pretty much all my... Pretty much all my notes and stuff on that. Well, there you have it. Well, um, well. Um, so next weekend, I do not have anything planned yet, so I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure <laughs> it out, though. I want to thank everybody for listening to Daryl's story. I think Daryl is a strong, strong man. I really appreciate him being so honest and being on with me. Love him to death. And as wifey says, don't be an asshole. If you do not conquer self, you'll be conquered by self. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.